the sixth Biz News Conference is just around the corner, it seems. Well, three months to go, but the time, the way time is flying at the moment, especially in South Africa's news cycle, it'll be here soon enough. Mavusa Msimang is one of our keynote speakers. We're really looking forward to his contribution. And today, we talked to our keynote speaker for BNC6 about him being in the news. He's been the story. And I guess, Mavusa, uh, you must have had a very good reason in the first instance for resigning from the ANC six decades and very publicly the way you did it, and then changing that decision and going back in. Now, I've got a different approach. And let me tell you where I'm coming from, and we can then unpack the, the reality. But where I'm seeing this is that you are uh, a man who's dedicated much of your life to fighting corruption, with Corruption Watch, where you were the chair and did some amazing work that you guys did. And you've achieved something that, by your resignation, that seemed impossible, i.e. that the ANC is now not going to submit anybody on its lists who has a criminal record or has been tainted by the Zondo Commission. That's the way I see it. It looks like you've actually achieved something huge here. Was that the intention? Thanks very much. Uh, I think the starting point really is good. The straw that broke this 65-year relationship between myself and the ANC was precisely the issue of the elections next year. Can I just just talk about that? Because it's got serious implications for the country. We have what I think will be the most important election since 1994, next year. Um, indications from all respectable polls, uh, polling stations, is that uh, no party is going to win an outright majority. But it's also clear that, as things stand, the ANC will be the largest party. So, any we are headed for an era, a tempestuous era of coalitions, charging by what has happened in the metro centre side at the metro level, and also provincial in the Eastern Cape. So, you really shudder to think about that happening at the national level. Um, when that, what, what, with, with that prospect in mind, uh, this uh, resignation of mine, which was really not calculated at all these things, um, Secretary General Mbalula says something that is not nice about me, and he apologizes. In the course of making that apology, he then relents to what the veterans have been saying all along, remove anybody who has a criminal record uh, or is, um, is like, appears uh, on the Zona Commission list as uh, needing to go to the National Prosecuting Authority or to go for further investigation by the SINU, Special Investigation Unit. We've been saying, make sure that those people, none of those people, is on the list. And Balula, for this first time, tells the whole nation that that's not going to happen. So, what then was the question? The meeting is arranged at the instance of uh, the veterans. 
uh, and the veterans are present, president of the veterans, secretary general of the veterans, is present with me and another senior person, Mac Maharaj, uh, when we meet in Balula to have him say this presentation. So a lot of discussions took place, but one of the key ones was that we invite you to participate in making sure that processes are followed that will make it difficult for anybody to be left out who is there, for anybody to stay on the list who is not supposed to do that. Once that invitation was out, I mean, I could have stood back I gloried in this achievement of uh, shaking the ANC and letting the nation know how scrupulous and so on and all go in there and join the veterans work all along in fighting this thing, by the way. Nice people they are because they did chide me a little bit. They said, as you left and you were getting all those plaudits, we were continuing the fight uh, against corruption. It, it, it was a no-go, a, a, a no-brainer no for me. I, I said, okay, I'll be in with you. So I want to be part of the people who will be assisting the Secretary General's office. Really take all the necessary steps. There are many. You know, you don't just say you're on the list of Zondo. Uh, you go out. You, you've got to prepare a number of things. I don't want to discuss too much of this in public, but uh, it's what has not happened, uh, Alec. This resolution of the African Nation Congress was taken in April that people who appeared on the Zondo list and other commissions should present themselves to the Integrity Commission of the African National Congress. Only five of what I believe to be a list of 97 bothered to do that. This is a serious breach of organizational discipline. But it raises the question as to why since April was that this not being done. When I left the organization, I, sa I said, I see no urgency in dealing with issues of corruption. Now, getting the veterans to participate in that process. Uh, you know, I really want everybody to be on board. I don't want to talk about the ANC publicly on things that uh, are sensitive negotiations. But we are in and we are invited in a very thin time period of time before the list uh, opportunity is closed by the IEC uh, to ensure that all the steps are taken to then present these people to the right authority, which the NEC. These are the people, this is what has happened at this stage, take action, start announcing, and so on and so forth. So it's for that reason that I decided that, yes, uh, it would have been really nice to say outside, but uh, the challenge is to join the battle inside the waste by the battle. So as if I got an invitation from President Foster, President or, or Chairman, uh, what's his name? Uh, or anybody. It's the veteran who said join the battle, it seems like. Well, this, this is something that is rational, makes a lot of sense, and I can see from the outside why it is a good thing that you did resign and, uh, and you've explained why it's a good thing that you're back in there. But your public image has taken a hit. Uh, you, in social media, etc., well, first of all, Mbalula accuses you of corruption of joining um, the opposition forces, in fact, being appears to have been paid to do that. Of course, he has relented on that. But the, the other thing is that 
people are now saying, oh, well, he's a flip-flopper. He doesn't really know uh, which way. You must have thought about this pretty carefully uh, and that that impact on on an incredible uh, career, incredible journey you've had. Absolutely. I mean, it's... It some, somehow at the spell of the moment, it wasn't difficult at all to see where I should go. Uh, I did think that um, I have some image in the public image uh, and that uh, it would take a knock because uh, one cannot explain all these things uh, and people understand that the key difference in the situation until and post my resigning was that the ANC publicly said, we are not going to allow this. They've never said so before, and that they agreed that you should come in. So to protect my image, you know, I, I could have stood outside and shouted, wow, yes, they've agreed. I'm a great person, you know, they've agreed to do that. And and I'm not sure that the veterans would have tried their best. Well, I'm a plank on the on the veterans platform. Uh, and and I was a president, deputy president of this and so on. So in, in terms of uh, flip-flopping, they do say sometimes that uh, consistency can be virtue of an ass. You know. uh, we are faced with uh, the reality of, uh, listen what we're saying. <clears throat> Somebody has said, you see, if the ANC sends in people who are not supposed to be who are corrupt or associated with corruption and allows them on the list. I am telling you, you can be certain that the ANC will not be left out of any coalition. So you'll have an ANC with its corrupt people going into some corrupt into an, some coalition where the DA would not agree to work with. Um, so I guess there is a choice which is extremely I wish I could read for you what somebody sent on X that says, uh, I'm no fan of uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, this person says, but when you look at the gang of people collecting, beware you might be in a government that has got Mani, Kwebana, so on and so. That's, that's the kind of gang that will gang up with the ANC. And, and that's what we may be wishing for about which we must be very careful. So I think my public image will one day by uh, law and, and I, it will be reconstituted, I think. But if it didn't, and we did achieve to get everybody out of that list, I'm telling you that would be a tremendous victory for me. Cynics, of course, are saying that the ANC is panicking. It needed you back in because of Jacob Zuma's announcement, which came a couple of days after your rejoining of the party. Did you know at that stage or was there any discussion about Jacob Zuma's uh, very strong move away? No, 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 not at all. I, I think the Zuma thing came afterwards. I honestly have not held a public position in the ANC. People seem to forget that. I don't have the Zuma following uh, but the veterans, I must say, are a force. Uh, we, we like to be the conscience of the organization. And with the uh, sloppy management of uh, my resignation uh, by the organization uh, and really raising the things uh, 
on corruption and so on. I see in the manifesto of the ANC that corruption is listed number three. Would like it to go to the top of the list and be number one because once corruption is done to it, all these issues of poor service delivery and the things that are driving traditional voters of the ANC away will vanish. It may be too late in the day. Uh, I'm not being naive here. Uh, but I really think if there was a sincere effort demonstrated publicly uh, at really reading the ANC off and characters that we're talking about, I'm telling you there are quite a few, a large percentage of people who have not been voting ANC would go back to it. It, it it's the party of liberation lost its way. I guess the problem here is if you go back to Cyril Ramaphosa's very first election, there were 4,701 votes, and he won by 21. That's less than one half of one percentage point. Now, those who didn't vote for him are, well, at certainly at the time, were supporting the Zuma dynasty, and a great number of them would be influenced by what their hero has decided very publicly. Is that not telling us that the ANC going forward into the next election is going to have a really, really difficult time to even be the biggest party, given that if there were to be a split, which Zuma is certainly attempting to do, that it would be a lot smaller um, if it was half the size? Yeah, it could be very well be the case. I'm guided by polls that are being done from, from time to time. Zuma has a following in Kaiser, and there is no really often wonder though whether you would really want a Zuma in order to get the numbers, which numbers would consist of the very people that we are saying are suspect have cost the ANC its following. Then the many people who don't support the ANC now or who not vote do not vote for the ANC. They're just fed up with the corruption that Silicon Posa, you know, post Zuma has not been able to deal with. They just really just some don't go to other parties. That's what the polls say, by the way. Uh, they don't go to other parties. But I think if there was a uh, renewed uh, to use a you know, the uh, familiar term, ANC, they they would reconsider. We're in the game of speculation, which I'm not uh, strong on, but I, I think uh, Marchande has said at a certain time that um, perhaps the ANC won't be better off in opposition benches if it doesn't have uh, people of integrity uh, ruling it. So, I don't know these Zuma supporters, what national spread they have. I know, I know there's a very strong case at end following. Uh, I don't know if it's stronger than the ANC. The ANC in case at end is not the strongest uh, party uh, in town. Um, so, so, but I say risk that if you will. Try and get the right Lose the elections. Go and take a place, rightful place, the opposition. All these people that are coming up 
that will not be in the ANC once it loses power, because the opportunity to do the looting will be gone. But apropos, uh, President Zuma, honestly, I, I think it's a contradiction, a real contradiction on the part of, on the part of the veterans to say, no, 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 please let him come in, when in fact it's the type of character that behaves like Jacob Zuma. Who has been at pain? Who was at pains initially to say that uh, he would say to it that he has got his day in court to vindicate himself from association with a verdict that was passed on Shabir uh, Sheikh uh, 15 years ago for corrupting Zuma? But Zuma was not in court. He has spent more than 10 years trying not to go to court. What in the ANC? What kind of ANC person still believes that's the person to make it? Is there a wait? Maybe let me put it differently. Have those ANC voters the, 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 who voted at the elective conference in 2017, because it was 50-50, uh, the point that I made a moment ago, has, has a great, uh, have, have the 50% who were voting there for the Zuma dynasty moved across to supporting a more renewed, a more honest, a, a more corruption-fighting ANC? It's but a truism that there is so much vote buying in those conferences. It, it, it's just a fact, uh, you know. So, so whether that reflected the 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 opinion, the the thought through opinion of the voters, or it was people carrying out uh, the instructions of the corrupt who said vote for this and that. One would never know, but it is commonly accepted that these conferences um, are, are really handy. You know, there, there must be a cleanup. I wish Mbandula, when he was elected Secretary General, had focused mainly on rebuilding the grassroots uh, structures of the organization, the branches, because those are the people who send delegates to conference. Uh, let me just give you a very quick example. Uh, in uh, Meetings to uh, for branches to vote for the list, a number of agency uh, branches did not correct. Many of them did not correct. And then somebody says, <laughs> if this was uh, a meeting to decide who goes to conference, you would have seen a very high percentage of participation by branches to choose who goes to conference. This is money. Sure. We are going to a very turbulent future, um, but I guess at the end of that yellow brick road, perhaps things will settle down and we will have coalition politics where there will be um, more, more accountability, more responsibility, and as a result, a, a nation that starts getting back on track. It could take a while though, Mavuso, but certainly from, from what I've heard from you today, uh, you've made that decision to be part of the solution within the ANC. And as far as Zoom is concerned, it, it seems to be a case of good riddance. No, no absolutely. I, I don't know people who sit and, uh, again, you know, uh, if we were to be asked um, about Zoom, we have an opinion on Zoom as veterans, I'm saying. The struggle that's taking place in the ANC uh, against corruption it is really being spearheaded by the veteran, for better or worse. We do not have legal authority, of course, to enforce these things. 
or nor ANC constitutionally the power to do that. But you know where ethics were elders were absolutely no interest in positions in the party or businesses that are generated by association with the party. You would expect that uh, people still have any respect for experience, for you know, uh, integrity, that they would listen to us. And unfortunately, you know, in uh, 2016, we called for it. a consultative conference and said, things are bad, this corruption is escalating. Can we just suspend the uh, election and attempt to invite uh, all members, including non-members, to talk about the future? So we were not heeded. But that was a call being made by a group of people who ended up calling themselves uh, like Veterans 101, because uh, we just had more space to, to work from within. Last year, uh, or shall I just say, this year in September, the Veterans League was reconstituted, and it really appointed some pretty good people at the top, and it operated within the ANC. And in spite of that, of course, uh, no one said, don't do this. But they sought uh, an opportunity for a meeting, and you're not quite getting it. But the thing that we're talking about now, which was, guys, you are facing the prospect of going into coalitions, which would be changed if you removed people like that. Why don't you do something? That's really what it was. That, that's when I really thought I can't continue working for an organization that is ignoring an opportunity presented by Zondo and other commissions to get rid of these people and win, and, and, and really much across the 50% line. I am convinced that that I'm convinced that if it didn't happen this time, it would come very close. But it all depends on whether or not we succeed as we come in. We, we, we will we will ensure that the process is taken, but you deliver the, you, you deliver, um, uh, how would I put it without uh, disclosing too much, but in the end, you'll be saying, this is the information you need, uh, so NEC act, uh, and they act, perhaps not act. I think, I hope they. So in the end, of course, this Marvel has gone back, may not have achieved what he Returns to the ANC to do. Guys, you know, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I have been in the for a long time, more than I need to think that, uh, that all the corruption that's pointed out in my letter, and by the way, the letter is not being withdrawn. So it's not a condition of my going there. But there is just this little process that's related to next year's elections where if the ANC did succeed to, uh, Win itself of uh, associated people. We, we, uh, we could save this country some instability, and it wouldn't be a bad ANC if it was without those people, wouldn't it? My voice, I'm Simang, ANC veteran. I'm Alec Hogg from biznews.com. Thank you.